This is the Slay Girl Slay podcast, a space created to uplift, motivate, and inspire women of color to be fearless in their pursuit of their dreams, go after what they deserve, and show up as their most unapologetic, most authentic selves. This audio series was created for every woman who was on the verge of her come up, creating her own vibe, and fiercely transforming her life. So sit down with me, get your notebook, grab a pen, and let's create the life you've always dreamed of. I'm your host, Ashley Legs, and welcome to the Slay Girl Slay podcast. Hey, girl. Hey, welcome back to the Slay Girl Slay podcast. Happy Monday, boo, or whatever day you are tuning in on. I hope your day is off to a great start today and you are thriving wherever you are in the world. If you're new here and this is your first ever episode tuning in, welcome, boo. My name is Ashley, and I have the absolute pleasure of being the host of this podcast. I always tell my new listeners, I don't know how you found me, but I do have a lot of gratitude that you did. That being said, boo, if you love the show or maybe you've been tuning in the last few episodes, I'd love to know what you think. Send me a DM on social media. You can email me. My email is in the description of this episode. I also do respond to my messages. Y'all, it may take me a minute, (laughs) but I do try to respond to every message that I see and tell me what you think. Come say hello. Let me know what you think of the pod or just come say, hey, girl, hey. I like to chat with y'all in the DMs. Also, depending on the app that you're listening on, please leave us a rating and a review. This is how we stay relevant in the podcast world, but it also helps other people find and listen to the show. I do read your reviews. We post your reviews on our social media accounts because there's no way to directly say thank you on any of these podcast apps, (laughs) but know that we do read them and sometimes I could be having a really bad day And some of you will say something that just brightens my day or just reaffirms what I'm doing and it helps me keep going and doing what I love to do. If we've ever spoken, I always say that your messages and your listenership quite literally means the world to me because it really does. So thank you, boo. Y'all say I brighten up your days, but it's really all of you that brightens up mine. Okay, so I don't know about you, but I do not like watching movies that make me cry, right? Like at all. I can count on one hand how many times I've seen Lion King, twice. Usually if I'm watching a movie and I start getting really emotional and I feel the tears coming, I either fast forward or just shut it completely off. I do not like watching movies that make me cry. And here's why. The way that my brain is set up, I can watch a movie, a show, or even listen to music. And if it invokes some sort of feeling within me, especially a sad feeling or an angry feeling, those feelings will spill over into my real life. Those feelings will trigger thoughts in my mind, thoughts about my life, thoughts about my circumstances, thoughts about my family, and then it begins to affect my day. For example, 
I was watching this movie called Beaches one night. Beaches, (laughs) B-E-A-C-H-E-S. I don't know if you heard that correctly. And I don't know if you've seen Beaches, but it's starring Bette Midler and Barbara Hershey. And it's about two friends who meet as kids and the movie follows their friendship into their adulthood. Baby, if you have seen Beaches, you know exactly what I am talking about. It's a beautiful, lighthearted story, and when I turned it on, I'm thinking, this is a beautiful way to spend my Sunday evening. No, girl. No. When I say this movie had me sobbing like I was in the movie and they were my friends, sobbing like someone had robbed me of everything and everyone that I loved, girl, if you like movies that make you cry or you need a good cry... Don't walk, run, and go watch this movie. But y'all, I was not prepared, and I was sobbing uncontrollably watching this movie, so much so that I ended up texting every friend that I had and told them how I felt about them. I called my mom and told her I loved her. (laughs) She thought something was wrong with me. (laughs) And this is why I do not like watching movies that make me cry, Movies with sadness, movies with trauma. Like y'all, your girl is either watching some super lighthearted stuff, some weird sci-fi or alien stuff, or true crime that gets solved at the end, okay? That's it. And I might be weird. Y'all might be saying that I'm weird. (laughs) And I totally am exposing myself by saying this, but... Sometimes I will watch a movie and be like, what if this happens to me, right? What if there is a moment in my life where this awful, sad thing happens to me? And I know, I know, I sound insane, but I'm just being honest. Watching movies like Steel Magnolias and Losing Isaiah, Fruitvale Station, My Girl, Boys Don't Cry, Stepmom, oh, Stepmom, like movies like that trigger really bad intrusive thoughts for me. Or let's say it's not movies for you. Maybe you could be having a conversation with a friend and they say something and maybe they didn't mean to, but they say it in a certain way. Or maybe they say something about you that you might be insecure about without realizing it. And that triggers some random ugly thoughts in your mind about yourself. Unwanted thoughts that we have no business or desire to think about that just kind of pop up and well intrude. And I know this happens for everyone and you can have random thoughts about anything, but it's the negative thoughts that tend to linger the longest, right? The negative thoughts that pop up in your mind throughout the day that are sometimes triggered by the things that you do or the people that you talk to or your job, or maybe watching your kids that come out of nowhere and will have you spinning your wheels trying to figure out where that thought came from and why you're even thinking that way in the first place. 
Sometimes they can be triggered by feelings or emotions or conversations. Sometimes they're absolutely random. Like, have you ever been praying and then your mind just kind of wanders off? In one minute, you're thanking God for your day. And then the next, you're thinking about what you're going to have for dinner tomorrow or what that lady's son said in his text to you a few minutes prior. And you're thinking about whether or not you're going to respond or leave him on red. And then you're like, whoop. I'm sorry, Lord, where was I? (laughs) And I know I sound insane, but I'm just trying to get you to understand what intrusive thoughts are in hopes that you can understand and identify what random, oftentimes negative, oftentimes not so healthy thoughts have been intruding you. Boo. I'm not trying to show you how crazy my mind can be, (laughs) but trying to get you to see that we can give our thoughts so much power that they end up ruining our day. And if we stay there long enough, ruin our lives if we let them, because those random, negative, not so healthy thoughts can lead to worry. And the more you let it worry you, the more you let fear grow within you. I have learned that worry is just a form of fear. Worry is allowing your mind to dwell on your difficulties and your struggles. Thoughts about what might happen to you in the future, what might happen at your job, what might happen in your life or with your health or your kids is your mind living in a future event that may never take place. And that's the wild part, right? Our minds will create these events that we think are going to happen based on something we saw, something we read, something we heard, and we live in fear, bracing ourselves in the event that that day will come. When I'm stressed and worried about something, whether it be my health or my business or stressed about someone in my family, my dad always says, Ashley, stop trying to cross a bridge you haven't gotten to yet. And it makes me so mad when he says it, but he's right. When I let my thoughts take over and I start to worry about something and my mind is dwelling on it. I am essentially trying to cross a bridge that I have not gotten to yet. And that worrying about something that may or may not happen tomorrow is only taking away the peace that I have today. What bridge are you trying to cross, boo, that you haven't gotten to yet? What are you worried about? What thoughts are you letting circle your mind right now? What scenarios are you putting together? And ask yourself, is this happening today? Can I fix this today? Can I change this today? Can I do anything to prevent this from happening today? And if the answer is no, get out of your head, sis. I am a chronic overthinker, which means I find myself worried a lot about a lot of different things. But what I have learned and still learning is that worrying gets me nowhere, okay? It doesn't make me feel better. It doesn't solve the problem. 
It doesn't take the fear away. It just keeps me spinning my wheels, going over every scenario, every possible outcome. And then I end up right back where I started. I have learned that when I worry, I don't have enough faith. And y'all know, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. I have learned that when something triggers those negative, scary, random thoughts to stop worrying about just anything, but to pray about everything. I don't know how often you guys pray, and quite frankly, that is none of my business. But for a long time, I thought prayer was before you go to bed and when you wake up in the morning. That's it. (laughs) But as I grew and learned what and who God is to me, I started praying throughout the day. And I would often get frustrated because my prayers didn't sound like other people's prayers. Like my prayers weren't these beautiful, eloquent words that other people would pray. And I felt like because I didn't sound like them and I didn't have the right language, that my prayers weren't as significant. And some people may disagree, and you have every right to, but I believe you can come to God just as you are, with all that's on your heart, with all that's on your mind. I was listening to an episode on NPR's Code Switch called The Women Behind the Montgomery Bus Boycott. And when I say I was tapped in from the moment I press play, when we think about the bus boycott, we think about Rosa Parks and Martin Luther King, but we never really learned how this bus boycott was organized. But in this episode, you hear directly from the many women who organized for months and did what it took to make this bus boycott happen. And y'all, I was locked in the entire time. If you're interested in hearing more stories like this, you have to check out NPR's podcasts. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Stories of joy, stories of resilience, stories that are distinct and varied and nuanced as the Black experience itself. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get your podcasts. So, as someone that has textured and curly hair, I'm excited to share Clairol's textures and tones came out with a permanent color range specifically for curly and coily hair types. Say hello to the improved formula and new look while preserving curls and shine. With 12 shades of brilliant intense color, no ammonia, and stacked with argon and olive oil to deliver some much needed moisture and vibrancy to your hair. So if you're my girl that likes a little color to spice up your look from time to time, the new Clairol Textures and Tomes was designed with texture and color specialists, and it was created with you in mind. Clairol's mission is simple, to make every woman feel beautiful and confident and help her live colorfully through accessible and easy to use products. Save your time and your money and give yourself a new hairdo because it's not the hair color you were born with, but the hair color you were meant to be. 
Mother All. It is so me. With all that you're going through, with all that you want and desire, with all that you worry about, and you can come just as you are. When I worry, when I feel like my mind is murky and my thoughts are all over the place and these thoughts aren't making me feel good, I pray because I feel like a crazy person telling someone, hey, I was listening to this song and it made me think about this person I used to be with. And then it made me think about all the things I went through. And then it made me think about where my life is headed right now. And now I'm worried because what if I'm never happy again? What if I never find love like that again? And then the person I'm talking to is like, um, you tripping, sis, <laughs> right? And I'm just using that as an example. But sometimes I feel like when you really are being vulnerable and you're trying to make sense of what you're feeling, sometimes if you tell the wrong person at the wrong time, they make you feel even worse. So before I feel the need to tell someone else first, I pray. And my prayers aren't cute and fancy. I will quite literally be like, Lord, It's me again. (laughs) It's me again. It's me, Ash, your trusty, sometimes dusty servant. Let me tell you what's on my mind. And I talk out loud, just like I'm talking to all of you, with not a lot of thought, with no pomp and circumstance, no embellishments, no big, glorious words, just, God, this is on my mind. I'm worried. I'm afraid. This keeps popping up in my mind. This keeps bothering me. God, what if this happens? What if that happens? What will I do? How will I get through it? Can you drop a sign on your girl or a blessing or two because she's tired? (laughs) God, take this fear out of my heart. God, help me relinquish control over this situation. God, help me k-sara-sara this day and help me overcome my thoughts because I don't want my thoughts to overcome me because you become what you think, boo. You give life to what you give your energy to, what you give your mind to what you give your thoughts to, which means you have to become a steward over your mind. You know how we always say your feelings are not always the facts. Well, sis, your thoughts aren't always the facts either. Being a good steward over your mind is not believing everything that you think. Being a good steward over your mind is feeling those thoughts come in And recognizing that these thoughts do not serve me today and interrupting them and choosing to put your mind on something else that does. But Ash, what if things don't change? What if they get worse? This thought does not serve me today. But what if something happens to this person? What if my kids do this? What if something happens with that? This thought does not serve me today. What if we run out of money? This thought does not serve me today. 
What if I made the wrong decision? What if I never feel good again? What if everything falls apart? But this thought does not serve me today. You have to get used to hearing yourself say that, sis. And when you say it, put some authority behind it. This thought does not serve me today. This thought does not serve me today. And for however many awful, scary, debilitating thoughts you get a day, you speak right back to it. You calm yourself down and you calm your mind and you shut it down. This thought does not serve me today. This worry does not serve me today. This fear does not serve me today. This doubt does not serve me today. And then you move on to what does. Ask yourself, what serves me today? Driving around in your car, taking a walk, getting some air, knowing that you have breath in your lungs and that you have the ability to move, you can still see, you can still hear, that there are still dreams within you, goals within you, fire within you. That is what serves me today. Getting dressed, putting myself together, showing up for myself, showing up for my kids and my loved ones, that is what serves me today. Praying about everything and having faith that if he got me to this point today, that he can get me through whatever tomorrow might bring. Why? Because he is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. That is what serves me. Not letting my thoughts, not letting my mind ruin who I am. That is what serves me today. You are not getting graded on how you live your life, sis. So if you have to take this life one day, one moment, one step at a time, you do that But you do that only with the things, the thoughts, the people, the experiences, the opportunities, the conversations that serve you. You cannot be in an environment, in a space, in a mindset that does not serve you and then expect to feel good, look good, and do good. You can't live in a place of worry, but then also have faith It'll work out. It's one or the other, sis. Where are you going to keep your mind today? Where are you going to keep your thoughts? Either it's going to be in a place that serves you, uplifts you, motivates you, and inspires you, or a place that doesn't. Which place do you choose? That's it for today's podcast, boo. If you love the Slay Girl Slay podcast, be sure to give us a rating and your feedback at the end of this episode. We'd love to hear from you. Be sure to learn more about our girl gang and the Slay Girl Slay book club in the links provided in the description. Follow us on social media at Slay Girl Slay on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And come visit us on our website at www.slaygirlslay.com. I can't wait for our next girl chat, so please believe we will chat soon, boo. Peace.